Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Today's second reading from Paul's letter to the Romans is the perfect mindset and letter to address what we're going through in the year 2020. In our Catholic faith all across the world and in our country, including our diocese, we are not able safely, all of us, to gather together in large groups to be able to come to what we call worship. Worship God at the Catholic Mass. And for some people, that is very painful. And they want to return back, and some are. But as we know, the policy is in our diocese and many churches throughout the country is only 25% of the capacity is able to be able to be into churches. And so what we can think is, is that if that's true, then what's the majority, the vast majority of Catholics, of all Christians are doing? Are they worshiping God or not? Are we going to lose them because they're not worshiping God the right way that we're used to, that what we do best? And St. Paul addresses what real worship of God is in the letter to the Romans. Authentic worship of God is the Christian living the ethical and moral life. As far as St. Paul is concerned, true worship of God is living the Christian life ethically. Scriptures would say, how can anyone have the arrogance to be able to approach God in worship and yet not have their lives honor God? So, not only is gathering important, and it always will be, but a life that is not consistent with what we believe and what we ought to do is not authentic worship. So, from us at the very beginning of this pandemic, we've tried to remind you that the church is alive. That even though we can't safely all gather together to worship God at liturgy, at our Mass... People are to do what St. Paul says liturgy of worship is. How you live your life. You adapt. So the vast majority of Christians are not coming in. As we've surveyed a number of parishes in our diocese as well, some places are not even close to the 25% capacity. Even when we opened early this fall with one mass, the most of people, a 5,000 family, is 300 people. That's it. That's safely what we can do right now. So what are we supposed to do? We learn to adapt. I'm reading a baseball book now. Believe it or not, I'm more into football, but I'm reading this baseball book entitled I'm Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez was a baseball player, great hitter, mostly with the St. Louis Cardinals and also the the New York Mets as well. And it was from the 70s. You might uh, know him as a great hitter. And those of you in the younger generation might know him from the Seinfeld episodes that he was in. And in writing the book, he talks about athletes, especially in baseball, learning as they get older that they have to learn to adapt if they're really going to stay in the major leagues. And he talks about a great pitcher one time he went against called Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver was part of the 1969 amazing New York Mets that unexpectedly won the World Series. And he was a great pitcher, won the Cy Young Award three times, and led the National League in strikeouts five times. As he got older, you know, it became a little more difficult to stay in the majors. 
And so he was traded to the Cincinnati Reds. In 1978, he faced the Cardinals one time, and Keith Hernandez being part of that. And Keith Hernandez said he had his best stuff that night. That fastball was hard to hit. He was amazing. Well, 11 days later, they had to see him on the mount again. And they faced off. And the first time that Keith Hernandez went against this great pitcher, Tom Seaver, it was a slow ball. It's like, what's this all about? Where's his heater? And then it was a curve, and then a slider to the inside. And he goes, well, what's going on? And so Tom Seaver did not have his best stuff. He couldn't throw the fastball that night. And what he had to learn to do was to adjust to the plate. He learned to throw the curveball, the slider in, and he used the plate to his benefit. And it's his only time that night in his entire baseball career that he threw a no-hitter. Tom Seaver did not have his best stuff, but he learned how to throw using the plate to his advantage. Catholics and all Christians have to do the same. Right now, because of the virus, we are not having the freedom to safely gather together in large numbers. And our best stuff is our fastball called the Mass. We do it well. It's what we're known for. And when it's done well, it's amazing. The music, the gathering, the communion, and even the donuts after Mass are all great experiences. But we don't have our fastball right now. So what we have to do as Christians is learn to use our curveball and the slider and really work that plate. And when we do, we end up throwing a no-hitter. And that's in the view of St. Paul. Liturgy that doesn't talk to people about how to live their lives morally and ethically is empty and meaningless according to scriptures. True worship then is living ethically and honorably. So our focus isn't just crying that we can't get in the building and when are we going to get in the building. There are some people I've talked to that their churches throughout the country, they're doing nothing anything extraordinary except waiting for the ability to come back to church again. And that ain't happening for a long time, safely for everyone. And so they're just sitting there waiting. And so St. Patrick's, along with many other churches, are learning how to help people ethically and morally live their lives. That's authentic worship. And if we just limit God to say in a building, at Mass, having the Mass the way we like it, that's the only true worship. Well, right now, we safely can't do that. But that's our fastball. And guess what? It's going to come back one day. But in the meantime, learn to throw the curve. And the curve is, how are you living ethically your life? St. Paul reminds us, don't be like the age and the mindset of this world right now. But rather, learn to have your minds transformed. I was talking to a parishioner this week. And we talked about how hard it is for this, this woman with her family to be able to live during this time. It's painful. She's been home, working from home since March with her children and her husband there. Five days after this all started, then her husband had to join in. So they've been working from home, and it's real stressful. And she was saying, we don't know if we're going to make it or not. They're saying that we probably won't be able to come back into our offices for two years. That's kind of what they're saying. So she's kind of depressed, and it's hard. And she was just kind of woeing with me, like how difficult it is. And then we just started talking about what are some of the blessings 
What's the transformational part of our lives? And she goes, you know, that's so funny you mention that. Because let me tell you what's happening. My husband and I are going bike riding every day. And we've been married over 20 years, and we've never done that before. And you know what? We're playing more board games. And we're doing that with our children. And she goes, you know what? I'm kind of learning the things that I thought were important aren't. I couldn't believe it. She goes, I'm giving things away to find out I really don't need them. I'm finding out the things that I really went after really aren't that important, and I can live without them. My friends, that's real transformation. That's the renewal of the mind. That's living ethically and morally. Being rooted in every Christian decision is found in the Gospels and the teachings of Jesus. And so as we continue on with our liturgy here today, don't just long and think worship is only the Mass. It'll come back one day. But in the meantime, when you don't have your fastball, use the curve. And what is it? Treat your family in loving ways. If you're having difficulty, seek help. Okay? If you are a young person that's really struggling and you have no one to talk to, talk to our ministers, talk to our counselors, talk to our priest here. We have good listening ears, and that's what we're doing well. We can't see people face to face, but our ears still work. And we're still able to hear your stories. And just like this woman shared with me, so can you, all of you, through email, through phone calls, through just touching base, or coming to see us on Sunday, when we have communion Sunday. How are you doing in the midst of the community? How are you treating people? Don't use this as a reason to mistreat people. Don't let your frustration or anger get out of control because that's not honoring God through, through worship. But when we learn to reach out, to forgive, to be caring for those who are isolated, those who are suffering with depression, those who are dealing with tremendous stress, the way you and I live our lives gives true, authentic worship. We don't have our fastball right now. It'll come back. Use the curve. How are you living your lives? Ethically and morally to honor God. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 